Listener's discretion is advised. Good evening to all of the parties who are listening here tonight on this edition of Random Stuff. Now we begin... Oh, what's that? Oh, shit. We have some breaking news to share in this breaking news edition of Meanwhile called... Breaking Meanwhile! Yes, we have breaking meanwhile news, and it is from Donald Trump, which will have to force into a breakdown into the all of breakdowns and all of the summaries that they have to put in a summary so that they, they can pass a English and writing class so that I'm just going to go to a segment where the host of the late show on CBS once news during Trump's European tour called Why in the world is Donald Trump? Yep, you heard it correctly, folks. It's a segment within the segment. This breaking meanwhile slash why in the world is Donald Trump segment is all about Trump doubling, doubling, doubling down on what happened on January 6th. Yes, I'm talking about that January 6th insurrection. That was, of course, the most talked about in 2021. Now, let's give... a a uh, round of a round of Nobody's even here. Let's go to the host of the Late Show on CBS to hear about this uh, new update from Trump. Well, there's also big news about Junior's dad, Walker Taxes Evader. <laughs> Yesterday, he phoned in to Fox News and made a startling claim about the January 6th insurrection. There was such love at that rally, and they were peaceful people. These were great people. The crowd was unbelievable, and I mentioned the word love. The love, the love in the air, I've never seen anything like it. Yes. It was all peace and love, just like Woodstock when Jimi Hendrix played the Star-Spangled Banner on Nancy Pelosi's podium. 
Now, we all watched the Capitol riot live, so we know what actually happened, but the former president claims the news networks are withholding secret footage that would prove that the insurrection was actually kind of great. They have hundreds of hours of tape, and they're not releasing the tape. They ought to release the tape to see what really happened. But there was also a love fest between the police, the Capitol Police, and the people that walked down to the Capitol. (laughs) A love fest? Dude, if that's love, then you give love a bad name. Wow. Trump just pulled at Andrew Clyde there. Y'all remember Andrew Clyde, right? The guy who says, oh, they're just tourists. They're not terrorists. or They're not, you know, trying to cause an extraction. They're just trying to, like, take pictures and go someplace else. Now, let's break away and let's go to our original monologue to begin. I'm talking about Tuesday night's all-Star Game. Yes, the 2021 All-Star Game was held for the first time since 2019 because of the COVID pandemic. And it was a fiery feel in there where Shohei Otane made history as the first player to pitch and bat in the All-Star Game. He had two at-bats. He's 0 for 2. He pitched a perfect inning to begin the bottom in the bottom of the first inning, so did Max Scherzer. Both of them are already out after the first inning, and then there's some stuff going on with players on hot mic. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was the MVP. He hit a home run, and of course he had two RBIs. Uh, JT Realmuto also hit a home run for the National League side of things. Uh, Mike Zunino of the American League also hit a home run, but the biggest one of all is Liam Hendricks, who recorded a save. And during his uh, save in the bottom of the ninth, we all can hear what he can what he said when he throws bad pitches, like this example. For example, God damn it! Three and one. Yeah, now I know how every reliever in the major leagues felt. Just like that. God damn it, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I said it. God damn it, fuck this. Now, he did uh, clarify that he did not know that his mic was on when he, had to, when he talked to Mike Zanino. On how, what pitches will he throw next? And... He also said that he did not know, but he hopes that makes a good TV. And he went, he just, he's down for it. He commented on one of a post from the White Sox's Instagram page, like, let's bleeping go. (laughs) He is a treat to watch. I can tell you that when he signed with the White Sox, I was like, we're going for it. Because right now, 
they're they're doing good. They're doing good so far. I hope they finish strong and make it to the playoffs. So does every other team that also are doing good, like the San Francisco Giants, who entered the second half as the best record in the major leagues. Now, let's go to another uh, news, and it was Olivia Rodrigo, who visited the White House the day after the MLB All-Star Game in Washington, D.C., and uh, here's the news by the host of the Late Show on CBS, where he had to go back through time. Vaccination rates are especially low among the younglings, so today, pop star Olivia Rodrigo went to the White House to promote vaccines. Rodrigo told everyone who's already been vaxxed, good for you, you look happy and healthy. If you didn't get that reference, I'm guessing you've been eligible for a vaccine since December. And I invite you to join me at the old camera. Hello, welcome to the old cam, brought to you by Day of the Week Pill Case. (laughs) Day of the Week Pill Case, it's come to this. (laughs) Fellow olds, I know what you're thinking, isn't ice cream too cold? Also, who's Olivia Rodrigo? Don't worry, you're safe. You're just experiencing something called being an old. It's okay, I'm an old too. In fact, if it weren't for my writers, I wouldn't have known that Olivia Rodrigo was a pop star. That Good For You is her single, and that she's the star of High School Musical, the musical, the series. No, I'm not having a stroke. That's just what TV shows are called these days. Okay, see you all at the Denny's. Young again. Well... I'm not as old as the host of The Late Show on CBS, but I know well enough that her new album, Sour, is filled with Driver's License, Good For You, Deja Vu, and all the other songs that in that album. So if you haven't heard those songs in that album, please go ahead and do it because it's good. And... Of course, Driver's License is number one, and followed by Good For You is based on popularity of the song. But still, listen to it. Oh, and by the way, I did have one of her songs uh, played on my podcast, which is the SNL version of Driver's License when she was the musical guest and Keegan-Michael Key was the host at that time. Now, if you haven't heard her speech during the uh, press conference at the White House, uh, Press Secretary uh, Jen Psaki introduced her, and here's what Olivia Rodrigo said during that uh, briefing. Hi. Um, first, I want to say I am beyond honored and humbled to be here today to help spread the message about the importance of youth vaccination. Uh, I'm in awe of the work President Biden and Dr. Fauci have done and was happy to help lend my support to this important initiative. It's important to have conversations with friends and family members, encouraging all communities to get vaccinated and actually get to a vaccination site, which you can do more easily than ever before, given how many sites we have and how easy it is to find them at vaccines.gov. 
Thank you, Jen, for having me today. Uh, and thank you all for helping share this important message. It's so appreciated. Thank you. Okay. Come on, teenagers. Just please listen to Olivia Rodrigo. She knows what she's doing. She is one of those vaccinated people. And for all the teenagers out there, please get vaccinated. And to all the anti-vaxxers out there, we know exactly what you're going to do. And it's a bad one. Now, please don't spread misinformation, anti-vaxxers. Or should I say, please don't send any more misinformation about the vaccine. Because the vaccine helps. So once again, teenagers, please get vaccinated. Now, after a brief ad, we're going to go to a case in point segment where the uh, incident between Kyle Bush and Ross Chastain, not what happened after the race, but during the late race passed by Kurt Bush because of what happened. And that prompted Kyle Bush to do a little rant. So stay tuned, folks. After a half decade of dominating the public consciousness, Donald Trump is slowly fading from the public eye. You may have forgotten about him. But please, don't forget about us. Did you know four out of five Trump impressionists on Cameo are living below the poverty line? Sad. That's horrible. We desperately need your help. I've got bigly expenses. My monthly mortgage? Huge. Trump may not pay his taxes, but I have to. We made sacrifices. I gave up my living room for this. I gained 75 pounds for this role, and that's a lot. I spent 80 bucks a week on spray tan. I spent $200 on a Trump puppet. What the f was I thinking? I can't even pronounce Gina the normal way anymore. Gina. 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 Terrible. So please, keep ordering from us. What else are you going to get your racist uncle? Or your a-hole brother who stormed the Capitol? Need to fire someone? Hire me to spice it up. I'll tell your contractor he's getting stiffed. I'll tell your porn star she's getting stiffed. And don't forget about me. Be best. This, this has been a message from the Trump impressionists of Cameo. Cameo, please, don't make me go back to doing Borat. That wouldn't be very nice. Paid for by Depressed Impressionists of America. And we're back after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's go to a segment. A segment with the quote once often quoted by the host of the late show on CBS called Case and Point. This Case and Point segment is all about last Sunday's race. The Quaker State 400 at Atlanta Motor Speedway, which of course it is the was the final race in an old asphalt from 1997 all the way to 2021, which is the first time uh, they've done that in the old surface at a new configuration, which was, which was a quad oval. 
Now, normally, it was a uh, a oval, normally. And when, you know, disaster hit in 1997, they switched it into a quad oval. Now, folks, after the race, when uh, Kurt Busch defeated Kyle Busch again in the post-race uh, show, uh, Kyle Busch blamed it on Kurt Busch's teammate, Ross Chastain, for the loss. Had everything I had there early and then uh, just smoked it behind the 42, obviously. Shows you what kind of driver he is. Um, and just tried to fight hard after that when I got past and had one valiant effort off of two, but just didn't have enough momentum to drag him down and make him go high in three and four. And after that, the tires were smoked. So, um, you know, great effort. Guys gave me a great piece. We're fast. Uh, one was definitely better than us today. I just thought I had him. Um, and we did, you know, but um, racing did, just didn't play out that way for us. So the Skittles Gummies Camry was fast, and uh, thanks to Toyota TRD, uh, Rowdy Energy Drink, Interstate Batteries, all the guys, um, you know, good piece, just uh, not quite good enough. Just need that tick more. Uh, I think being on it certainly hurts it, and, you know, when you have a worn splitter, it has less effect of downforce than a brand new one. So, you lose downforce, um, but we mitigated the contact, and that helped us in the second half of the race, firing off, but it probably hinders, hindered us there at the, the end. No question, man. He turned right in order to get dead right in front of Yep, that's another example of Kyle Busch complaining when he loses and plays the blame game, according to the Kyle Busch haters. Yeah, according to the Kyle Busch haters, he blames Chastain recently because he 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 was going to try to run away from Kurt Busch, and he was essentially blocked by Chastain, and then here comes Kurt Busch, and uh, he passed him for the lead, and went on to win. Now, this one. Is from Matt Weaver. You've already heard the uh, Kyle Busch edit story from Matt Weaver's uh, Twitter account. Now, he made another video asking Ross Chastain about what happened between him and uh, Kyle Busch during that uh, final moments of the race. And here's what Ross Chastain had to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he lost the race. He's going to be mad. I'm mad. I finished in the 20-something. Like, one lap down with a teammate winning. That's not... But I won't either, so nobody wants to be in. Like, if he wanted to win, I wanted to run better. Yeah. So if, you, if he were to say, like, he owes you one, you don't feel it. Do you, like, do you not care? I mean, like, you don't, it doesn't bother you, essentially? I don't, like, do I care what, that Kyle Bush just lost the race and he got out of the car and when the microphone went to his face, he said, he owes me one? Like, if you're saying he said that? No, that's the end of the moment. We're, really hot in there and he's going to spout off and we need to talk about it we can talk about it um, probably with her being the mediator what, what are the um, do, do you have any consideration in terms of like how other people might feel the, the rest of the garage what are the ethics of that oh, I mean everybody's got their own their own code we have a huge banner that hangs in CGR one team one goal and that's the win um, Kurt asked for the bottom he's my teammate I'm going to give it to him um, yeah, if the guy that loses, 
gets mad, then okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to stay in the sport and, and driving as hard as I can and stay on lead lap as long as we can is, is a part of that. I've raced my whole career to stay on lead lap and now it's been a few months since I've even had this scenario to even go a lap down and Definitely not, not the best day to do that. I think that earns you some points. Like you said, you're looking for a gig for next year. With you know, Justin Marks looks at you and says, "Hey, he was a good teammate and ensured his teammate won." Is that earning some points? I don't know. I mean, I, until I talk to somebody like like Justin, I wouldn't know what his what his thoughts are. Um, I just know that I know what what I feel and and that I'm racing my car, family lap. So. Um, if anybody has a problem with it, they can come talk to me. Um, and nobody, nobody came up to me out there, so I, I don't, you know, my goodness gracious, my brother won the race. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting response. I mean, Ross Chastain really did not have anything to say other than he's just trying to defend uh, his spot to prevent himself from being a lap down, but uh, he was a lap down after that uh, pass. So he finished uh, one lap down. Now, his uh, interview is really quite the same as Brian Vickers back in 2009 when he said this. Man, I'm, I tell you, I am so sorry. I forgot it was the Kyle Busch show. Um, I, hell, I thought we were racing for a win. Yeah, in 2009, even Brian Vickers couldn't stand the uh, Kyle Busch uh, rant. So... If you see that, and I know that Martin Truex Jr. is doing the same thing, like, you know, and every other driver that, you know, is has a passion to race and forcing the lap cars to move out of my way or I'll do you know what. That is it for this one. And after a brief ad, we get to listen to a song that is near and dear to the fans of Weird Al Yankovic. Stay tuned. Here comes Mr. Softy, the soft ice cream man. He no longer offers his soft ice cream. Instead, now Mr. Softy will bring us a Pfizer COVID vaccine. Jab us, Mr. Softy. I've got the market cornered on refrigerated trucks. This pandemic is tragic, but I'm out here making bucks. Hey, Mr. Softy. Do you think they'll ever come up with a cure for having an ice cream cone for a head? <laughs> no, little Timmy, I don't. Because what Mr. Softy has isn't any sort of disease. What Mr. Softy has is... a curse. Forever he'll be a monstrosity, God help him, Mr. Softy. And we back after a brief ad, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's go listen to a song by Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, it's parody time with Weird Al Yankovic. And here to introduce him to perform the parody version of Happy Called Tacky, here's the former host of his own namesake on TBS. This was back in 2014. Here's Conan O'Brien. 
Please welcome the one, the only, Weird Al Yankovic. It might seem crazy wearing stripes of plan. I Instagram every meal I've had. Oh my. Usually good bottles are on display. We can go to see a show, but I'll make you pay. Anybody paid me to drive one. I didn't do it to be cool. I didn't do it to make a statement. I just. Pull over your vehicle. I'll be damned. What's well, a big hurry, sir? This car belonged to you, sir. Yes, sir. I bought it. It's my car. Okay. Well, can I see some paperwork? Yes, sir. I'm gonna reach slowly for my license. <laughs> yeah, you're not from around here, are you? As I was saying. I've been driving a Lincoln since long. Pull over your vehicle. 
You got a tail light out. No, I don't. I looked at the tail lights. You do now. But now I'm driving a new Lincoln. A Lincoln for 2021. A Lincoln for us. One angry Karen. I don't care for a stolen vehicle. Excuse me, ma'am. No need for the cop. This is my vehicle. And the, the driver is being very aggressive with me. No need for this, ma'am. This is my car. I do not feel safe. I am, I'm scared for my life. Is this rapper bothering you, ma'am? Yes, he is. You're bothering me. You hold over your vehicle. I'm so sorry, Senator. I didn't recognize you. I'm a supervisor. I'm in the supervisor. You're in for it now. She's getting the supervisor. White law. Introducing the Lincoln MK Aaron. First car made specifically for black motorists. Honk, honk, honkies. <laughs>